Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A huge thank you to Neon, our favourite New Zealand streaming service, for making this season of Culture Vulture happen. What a beautiful people. Morina, everyone. How are we doing? You can't reply, and that's my favourite type of conversation to have. <laughs> oh, one way. <laughs> one way. <laughs> now we are missing one of our beautiful voices on the pod this week. We are. Our beautiful Rubes is down in Queenstown. She's off. She's on holiday, so... We're very jealous of her. We Look, we were thinking that we might just impersonate her the entire pod, but then we thought, you guys are much smarter than that, and you'd know if it was just me putting on another voice and, like, interrupting myself with Ruby's take. It would have definitely been um, quite the laugh, but we sort of thought against it. And, look, I think we can have a laugh on our own. No, I think we can. Like, we do love Ruby. Yeah, but, like, the pressure is on to sort of bring it. bring it. I think we're absolutely going to bring it. So So great week in the villa. Just back to why we're actually here. I was so relieved this week. Like, I was just like, finally some fucking chemistry. The first week that we had chemistry. Also, guys, I do just have to say, if you want to actually come and chat about what's happening in the villa, you can head to our Discord server because we have a little Love Island debrief channel. We do. You get there through the link in our bio. It's real fun. There's great memes in there. I don't know, I just thought I'd put that out there because I don't know if I've said it enough, but our Discord server, honestly, slays. It's probably the most wholesome little corner of the internet. I would definitely recommend. It's so good. Also, big news. Big news, Liv. Who did we find out follows us on shit you should care about? Oh my God, drum roll. Sharon, she fucking follows us. And she's like one of the coolest. Yeah, we honestly, I actually love Sharon. Same. I think she's one of my faves. I think she's a little bit more in her head than the rest of the villa. But yeah. I love that about her. And she's just strong, independent woman. We love uh, that. Yes, did you see her strut? Did you see Unseen Bits? No. Oh happened? my God, she did a little pageant strut. And fuck, she has confidence. Like, I don't feel like you see it that much in the villa, but like, she has. Insane confidence. Oh, she's so great. I I honestly love her. And when we found out that she follows us, we were starstruck. And I mean, we have a lot of, not to flex, but quite a few (laughs) celebrities following us. But Sharon, finding that out because we're so immersed in this Love Island world. Yeah, well, we feel like we know her. I know. You know. And she probably feels like she knows us. So so? guys, if she gets kicked out of the villa, we're going to try and get her on the podcast. So let's get into a bit of a big old weekly recap because... Honestly, just a lot happened this week. There was a lot of recoupling, a lot of new people, a lot of island dumpings, considering Mm, we haven't really had that many. So the first big thing of the week was that Teddy joined the villa. I feel like that was my big sort of thing of the week. And it feels like it happened a long time ago. Did that happen 
Like when we left off from last week. You can hear, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Oh my gosh, Teddy, he is one fucking smooth criminal. He is suave. I hate, I'm into him. Like, I really like Teddy. Yeah. So he joins the villa. He has a date with Faye, with Rachel, and with Sharon. He ends up being into Faye, which honestly, we love for Faye. Oh, we love that for Faye. He was also, he had a date with Kaz as well. And I sort of thought that him and Kaz got along really well. Did he have a date with Kaz? Yeah, he had Shit. like, she was, fuck, she's strong on those dates. Oh she my God. So he did have a confidence. date with Kaz. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, and I was sort of like, I think, I don't know, they, well, I mean, Rachel was very confident in their connection. Yeah. But Which didn't really last. Yeah, I think it was, she's a very forward girl, but like, good on her. Yeah. Fucking good on her. I could never do that. One thing I really liked from those series of dates was that Sharon outwardly said she knows that guys get emasculated by her. Mm. Like, she's self-aware. Mm. She knew that that's what happened with Aaron. She knew that she oh. was too strong for him. Like, and I love that she upfront said that to Teddy because she didn't want just another guy that would be intimidated by her. Yeah, for sure. I think, like, Sharon's interesting. Like, she comes across in the villa, I don't know, not subdued, but, like, a little bit, as you sort of would if you were constantly mm. in a friendship couple, you're probably not going to get that much airtime. Mm-hmm. But she, when she comes out onto those dates and when she is talking to the camera, I feel like she really comes into her own because yes. she's just, I think she's very observant of what's going on and she's very, like, you know... Yeah, self-aware, as yeah. you said. She's she, super she self-aware. She knows exactly what's what's up. Well, she does. Speaking of people that don't get that much airtime, for the first two episodes oh. of this week, Hugo pretty much didn't exist. Where the fuck Where was the he? Where the fuck was Hugo? Like, bless him. I know that he's not in an interesting couple, and to be honest, his chat's not that good. Do you not think? He's nice, but... Uh, I don't know, maybe we're not seeing it because he doesn't get all the airtime he deserves. I mean, his chat's not like Faye's chat, is it? No. Speaking of, we noticed this week that Faye gets so much airtime in terms of the little camera cut-ins and cut-outs because she's got the best chat. But it's like, why do we feel so strongly towards Faye, either negatively or positively? Because she gets so much airtime compared to the rest of them. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, even Jake and Liberty had fuck all airtime this week at all. Like, our friend came who hadn't seen it before and she literally had no clue who they were. They I know, and we kept saying, like, yeah, Jake and Liberty are great. They're a strong couple. And and our friend was like... I haven't fucking seen hide nor hear of them. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Teddy ends up being, oh, no, mama. <laughs> Keep that in. <laughs> mama just texts me mid-pod. What's she doing up this early? <laughs> Jesus Christ, get on, Rhonda. Seizing the day. <laughs> Cafe DM, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> so after a brief interlude from my mum, um, so Teddy does end up choosing Faye, which we oh. see in the recoupling that I'm about to fully go through. But just really happy for Faye. Did you see that coming? Um, I I hoped for it. I think yeah. I had rose-tinted lenses on because I was hoping for it. I know, because Faye is the house favourite. I mean, She just deserves the world, doesn't she? Well, she absolutely does. She's got this beautiful, vulnerable side that she just doesn't really let out. But, yes, um, but we'll certainly talk about more. that, won't we? Mm. So just before we had um, a recoupling, they did this fucking gross as challenge. Like, just a oh. moment on the challenge. Toby was projectile spitting into Chloe's mouth. He was like the mother bird feeding his Baby. Yes. And she was not having a bar. Her facial expressions were fucking golden. So sh- this challenge for anyone that hasn't seen it and just comes to the podcast for their wrap-up, thank you, um, <laughs> the challenge was that they had to basically eat a meal, or there was a meal on one side and a meal on the other side, and they had to transfer it 
Through their mouths. Through their mouths. So they would get like sauce or potato or gravy or whatever it is and like Toby would eat it and then he'd have to spit it into Chloe's mouth and then she'd have to spit it onto an empty plate at the other side. And the meals at the end like didn't even look that bad. No, I don't know. Loki, like your girl would snack. Oh my god, we saw like pesto fucking like dribbling through their nostrils. And then in the end the plates were immaculate. I just don't know how the hell that happened. But that was fucking disgusting. I mean for a challenge, very entertaining, because sometimes they're a little like lust. Oh god, your girl's not here for the challenges. If I wasn't doing a podcast on it, I'd be tap tap tapping through. Would you be tap tap on that neon server? Yeah. Yeah, loving it. Oh, but yeah, that fucking challenge. Ooh, like, Ooh. it was a stream. Like, it was a full-on, like, Toby's. It was like a hose, a fireman's I hose. think he's got something wrong with his throat, to be honest. Or something really right. Yeah. Like, why is he allowed to do that and we can't? <laughs> okay, so we had the gross challenge. Then we had a recoupling. So I'll just go through the new couples oh, at the end of this recoupling. Do. Naturally, we've got Jake and Liberty. Oh, Duh. I mean, naturally. Pretty fucking cute. Pretty cute. Okay. Yeah. Jake's really grown on us. Oh, yeah. Jake, well, well, Liv is talking on behalf of me as well, but yes, (laughs) I will agree. (laughs) We do live in the same house, so it's quite easy for Liv to grab my sentiments as well. Actually, I think I like Jake more than you do. You do. Um, Yeah, Jake and Liberty, I think that his toxic masculinity has sort of um, lessened. Yes, and I think that's because he's secure. Liberty set those boundaries, and she put him in his place. Well, he needed to be put there. Actually, a chat that I wanted to have about the security versus insecurity in couples. Yeah, I just have really noticed that you see a totally different side of people. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but I think when we see it on television, it's just so hyperbolized that you just see such a shift in people's moods, their personality, like their whole being when they're secure. Mm. And to be honest, most of the time in Love Island, it's going to be when they're secure in their couple versus, you know, when they're either single or trying to, the worst is when they're trying to get someone's attention. I think you see a really, not awful side of people, but a really sort of, I don't know, immature, desperate side. Yeah, I think you more see a side that we're uncomfortable watching because they're Mm. uncomfortable doing. Yes. Like, I don't know if it's particularly awful or particularly, like, Mm. immature, but they don't want to be doing it. If they, because like they don't want to be sort of grafting on this person that's already been there for a week, and they're actually they know they're not into, but it's the only one it's left. The only one left, and, and we're seeing quite a bit of that. Actually, fuck that, Lucy. Fuck Imagine that. if it was televised, you're flirting and grafting. I know. I'd actually die. Well, same. I don't know how to fucking do it. No, well, neither. But thank God we're not contestants. Yeah, and that's why we, we just sort of analyze. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, Jake and Liberty. As you all know now, Jake's grown on us. Yay. Love that for us. Okay. Liam <laughs> and the next. Liam and Millie. They're the next couple. We could see this coming. Love them. Into them. Millie looks like Adele and speaks like Adele. Millie Can we just is talk about Adele. It? Have we seen them in the same room? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, they the same person. Honestly, she, I just fucking love her accent. I think because I love Adele so much, I'm just like, oh, Millie. Yeah. So we love them and mm. we'll see what's to come because something might throw a spanner in the works there. <laughs> Um, then we have Toby and Chloe, who, okay, I get really cringe, like, yes, even relationship vibes from Toby and Chloe, and we have yeah. a bit of a big chat coming up about them later on, but right now, they've just recoupled. This is the first time, he wasn't a couple with Kaz right before this, and Kaz, like, handled this like a boss. Like, the cameras panned straight to Kaz to see how she reacted, she was just like, yeah. She yeah, she was fucking amazing. Yeah, there is something a little bit cringeworthy about Toby and Chloe. I find them quite tacky. I will just say I find them the tacky couple, even though 
I actually like them both. Like, and I think they do get along well. I Absolutely. Just, yeah. I don't know. There's something there. Yeah. Don't know. Carry on. Something unique there. Then there is Aaron and Kaz. Mm. So Aaron pulls one out of the bag. Friendship couple picks Kaz. It's a bit. I was a little bit shocked, but I like don't know why. I don't know who else they thought they were gonna each pick. Yeah. Well, Aaron's got fuck all airtime this week, hasn't he? I mean, also. I felt really sad for Sharon when he did do oh, that speech. Oh, I know. Because I was half expecting him to just recouple with Sharon just to be like, oh, you know, we've been in a couple before. I'll keep this girl's journey going. But I know. Really, like, I feel like that was quite a point that Do you know he what made. he said? What did he say? He said, mm, I just feel like, he said something along the lines of Sharon's just getting the wrong messages from me or like she's, because I think she fucking... likes me more than I like her or something. And, oh. and we were just like, this is typical. The dude's thinking the girls are way more interested because they think the sun shines out their ass. For sure. And I definitely think that Aaron does think the sun shines oh, out of his ass. Does. Like, I mean, to be honest, he's, I don't really know him, but yeah. he's nice. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have time for him, but that's that's whatever. We'll get to that in a bit. Mm. Then we have Brad and Lucinda. Now, we all saw this coming. Brad said, I've been coasting in here. There hasn't really been anyone for us. Like, um, you've actually been through Faye, Rachel, and now Lucinda. Like, if anyone's been coasting, it's not you. Oh. You've, you've not been coasting. You've actually been quite turbulent. You've been <laughs> in the waves. Been like. very turbulent. <laughs> Oh, very turbulent, but I think because he's sort of only really thinking of himself, he probably thinks that nothing's actually happened because he's not recognising that there's another person on the other end of all of his actions. But anyway, Anyway, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Then we have Hugo and Sharon. There was a point, actually, this week where Sharon thought she might fancy Hugo, but I don't think she ever really did. That was more of a she needed someone or something because there was no one in there for her. Oh, fuck yeah. And, like, the whole situation would totally fuck with your head. You'd Mm -hmm. just be like, okay, I'm single. Like, what do I do? You're spending so much time with this person. Like, you'd you'd start to think about it, surely. Yeah, of course. And then I actually do, do you know, I did respect when Hugo just was really honest and was like, I don't see anything between us romantically. Yeah, for sure. So I think... I think it would be hard with a guy like Hugo to tell what he's thinking. Yeah, I know. Because he's he's so sweet. He comes over to her and he's like, hi, gorgeous, like whatever. Like they're quite like touchy-feely with each other. Like you would... And then he goes on to say, oh, I see you as my little sister. I'm just sort of like, well, like you wouldn't really act like that with your little sister. I get that... I don't know. That is a figure of speech and he does call everyone gorgeous. Well, yeah, that's true. But like... (laughs) As the girl, if you're sharing a bed with him, you would feel... I don't think I would. See, I think he made it quite clear. Like, he wasn't really giving her anything that he wasn't giving other people. Like, when we saw the cuts to them in bed, they were always, like, you know, like other friendship couples. But that's fine. We think different things. Yeah, I think think we have different gauges. We do do have different gauges on, on, like what makes someone interested in you versus mm. what they're not. Anyway, anyway, keep going. Then we have the final choice where Teddy is choosing out of Faye and Rachel. Now, Rachel's later on really thick with Teddy, mm. and Faye's sort of just been chilling, as Faye does. Teddy picks Faye, and he keeps saying, I feel like we've got naughty chemistry. Like He keeps saying, yeah. I feel like there's sexual tension, and I was sort of sitting there being like, <laughs> but he, Cute. yeah, I mean, he brought everything back to it. He must be a very sexual person. What did he say yes. in the recoupling? He's like, I'm really excited to see how this goes intimately. intimately. Just oh, like, my oh, God. I know. The recoupling <laughs> okay. was crack up. So there are our new couples. And then the next episode, we had a public vote on the least compatible couple. So yep. out of these ones, we had 
The public got to say who they thought were the most compatible and who were the least compatible, and this saw Chloe and Toby, Sharon and Hugo, and Brad and Lucinda in the bottom three. Now, I understand Sharon and Hugo being there because they aren't compatible, because mm. they're a friendship couple. Mm. Chloe and Toby, that, uh, that definitely shocked them. And Brad and Lucinda, I think that definitely shocked them as well. So then what happened was we found out that Brad and Lucinda had been voted the least compatible couple and they had to choose between themselves who went home. So Brad and Lucinda, it was all up to them. Now we're going to have a big conversation after the break about Brad and Lucinda and the way that they dealt with this. But essentially Brad decided he would go home quite unselfishly Mm. and Lucinda reacted like she didn't really give a fuck. Um, But what really spun out of this, Liv, was Toby and Chloe, you know. Toby really, really was fuming about being in the bottom three. He, I think, it just really showed his age. It did. Like, he is only 22. I think that weight of the public would be a heavy sort of, I don't know, thing to bear, but I... I don't know how the fuck he didn't see this coming. You were literally that guy. He was that guy like Wes from that season who snaked Laura. Mm. Like you were that person that jumped ship real early on Mm -hmm. with someone that the public sort of saw as... Quite a strong couple. Yeah, quite a strong couple. And then it's, you know, I, I don't know how it was cut and put together, but we were sort of left being a bit bemused, I think. And, like, how the fuck did he not see that coming, that obviously the public's not going to like him? Yeah. What I really thought was interesting about this was that it felt like we were breaking the fourth wall a bit. They were, because they... I have never heard on Love Island them talk about the public sentiment either so much or so outwardly. Yeah. Talking... When they're in there, it's like the Truman Show, right? It's almost like they don't know we're on the outside watching. And I think that's how the Love Island team wants it to look and feel, obviously. So for them to so outwardly talk about the public sentiment and the public and the outside, I felt really jarred by it. I was sort of like, you're not meant to know that I'm watching your every move. I know, it sort of felt like they were in this little like snow globe or something and we were looking in and they were suddenly like looking out to us and talking to us. It was quite a strange, you know, happening, but I, yeah. So back to what actually happened. Basically, they were in the bottom three. Toby really kicked off. And then Chloe, rightfully so, confronted Toby and said, you caring so much about what the public thinks really makes me feel like you're disingenuous. It makes me feel like you're in this to win this because if you didn't, if you cared about me, then you wouldn't care what the public says. If you were in this for love, then you wouldn't care about the outside. And it's sort of like, Liv, we were talking about this, how you let outside influences dictate your relationship, you know? If it was just you two on a desert island, fine. As soon as another person walks in and makes a comment like, oh, you guys don't really seem suited, then you're questioning your whole life. Yeah, it was very high school. Like, it was Mm. very much like, oh, my God, like, people don't think that I should be with this person, so actually I shouldn't because, like, it's not what... It's not cool. Yeah, it's not cool. Like, it was very much that sort of thing. Toby was fucking hilarious. Do you have the quote, loose? Because after they they sort of had to chat about it and they they add it all out. But Toby, I don't know, he was pretty fucking cute like yeah like the way Toby dealt with this and I don't know if this is us giving him too much of the benefit of the doubt again but they made it all right they got they got through this fight um with this glorious dialogue right here bit shit because we know what's what however 
We know what's what, so who cares? But I think you just... So like, you think I'm playing a game with you right that's now? That's what it looked like, yeah. That is not it at all. Like, that is the complete wrong end of the stick. I don't know, maybe just, like, dealt with it really awfully, but... But I don't know how to deal with these things. Okay. I don't know how to deal with my emotions. Mom. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to do with it. I'm just thinking about every single scenario. Anything bad mm. is just coming straight into my head. Yeah. So I needed, like, ten minutes to deal with it, and I've handled it completely wrong. Everyone makes mistakes, and that's, that's the only thing I can say, like, at the end of the day. The only thing I can do is say sorry and say, like, ask yeah, your forgiveness, you get what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I know I was in the wrong, but that's the only thing I could do. So after he says oh. that, it's sort of quite sweet. I love that. He clip. seems really young. I just remember when we were watching that. <laughs> the first time. Just looking at I don't know like how it. to deal with my emotions. <laughs> it's like what every girl wants to hear, but not at all. Like no. That. Like <laughs> she's sort of like, okay, I'm dating a child. Then. Yeah. She, kind yeah, of she sort of was like, oh right, yeah, yeah. he's fucking 22. I'm what 25, 26. So the Makes last sense. thing, the last thing I do want to talk about on that note, though, was that Toby went to Kaz to get advice on the situation, which is just not fair no. at all. He shouldn't have gone to Kaz. It's not her burden to bear. He ditched her. Yeah, again, very much showing his immaturity. Like, why the fuck would you go to someone who you've hurt yes. and sort of let them relive it and then let them comfort you and say to you, oh, no, you didn't actually handle that situation badly because you fucking did. Oh, yeah, I just couldn't believe when he went to Kaz. So anyway... That happened. Rachel got dumped. And then AJ, the new mm. bombshell, which, okay, they keep saying, like, bombshell, bombshell, bombshell. I don't think bombshell's ever going to happen. I don't think that's that term's going to catch Do they on. mean blonde bombshell? No, they just mean any new people that enter the villa are called bombshells. Oh. And, I, and they keep using it, and it's just never going to happen. No one cares. No, it doesn't catch on. I mean, maybe because that's just not New Zealand lingo, but... No, it's like a Love Island thing they're trying so to make happen. So they're trying happen. to make happen. Yeah, because I just didn't understand that. I, yeah, they keep I using know. it, and it just doesn't sound natural. Anyway, that's so irrelevant. AJ comes in. Teddy low-key tries to make Faye jealous with AJ, which really made me like... Yeah, <laughs> I thought this was the sort of demise. Same. Because, like, you know, we all wanted to love Teddy so bad, mm-hmm. and, like, I mean, we'll probably go into the fact that you know, he does come back up the ranks. Mm. But at this moment in time, I was just like, fucking hell, of course. Like, as soon as a new girl comes in, your head gets turned. But he really came back from it. He came back from it. And this is something that Ruby wanted us to mention as well, that she loved yeah. when Teddy sat Rachel down yeah. the next... Uh, sat AJ down the next day and was like, no, I am into Faye. Like, you coming in has just sort of... I was just thinking about Faye the whole time. And he was. Like, even when he was sort of trying to pretend like he was into AJ, he was very much just thinking it from the perspective of Faye. Like, yes. everything was about Faye. Mm-hmm. Whether Faye was trying to make him jealous, whether... Oh, no, he was trying to make Faye jealous, basically. Whether Faye was being really territorial mm-hmm. and sort of, like, marking her spot with him. Keep your friends close and your enemies close. Yes. Up. That's what Faye did, Yeah, eh? that's absolutely what Faye did. But, like, fucking fair fucking enough. Go her. Um, but, yeah, it was all like, oh, what does Faye think of this? And it's like, well, obviously, because you give a shit about Faye. Yes. Also, AJ tried to get into Hugo. She actually gave him quite a lot to go off and really did, like, keep pulling him mm. for chats. Hugo doesn't seem interested. No, I think there was that first chat by the poolside and he was sort of, you know, giving a bit back. But then he was sort of, like, running away from it. Yes, he did actually run away from it. He's like, oh, the yeah. pain footy, that looks really fun. I want to go play. <laughs> and then we have AJ, who seems really interested in Liam. 
Yes. Now, this could be a spanner in the absolute works. Yeah. I, oh, part of me wants her to pick Liam just to, like, spice things up in the villa. Yeah, I know. Really selfishly, but I fucking love Millie, and I think that Liam and Millie are quite a good match. But I feel like Millie would be a good match with anyone. Like, she's fucking cool. She's Mm. definitely, like, carrying that relationship. Millie's so cool. Liam, I really don't like how he went into these chats with AJ because he did not make it clear Mm -mm. that his head was only turned to Millie. He was like, AJ was talking to him, and he was sort of giving AJ, like, the impression that, like, yeah, he's happy with Millie, but, you know, maybe there could be something between AJ and Liam. Just Mm. in his his body language and more like in what he didn't say. And then he'd go back to Millie and be like, nope, she's so into me, but I've just cut it down. He kept saying, she's so interested in me, like, she's so interested in me. Almost trying to make Millie jealous. And I was just like, stop it, Liam. You actually aren't that great. And it's like she's playing the game, like, give her some fucking credit. Of course she's going to lay on thick, like all the boys do when they come in the villa. Like. That doesn't mean she's in fucking love with you. It means that she's, like, she's trying to fucking stay on the island. Like, that's what you do. Absolutely. So there's something to watch there, certainly. Now, we also have Aaron starting to get into Lucinda Mm. because Lucinda's obviously now single. This is just, it it doesn't seem right, and I don't know if it's... Okay, Lucinda won't look anyone in the eye, ever. Ever. She looks straight ahead and she goes, really? She has conversations with the floor. I very much noticed that. Yeah, like, oh. bless them, because they've actually got... No, they have to look to each other because oh, there's absolutely. nowhere else to look. However, it's just... There's no fun, no connection. People just think they're interested in Lucinda because she's bloody gorgeous. Yeah, this is a note I had written down. I was like, if I was Lucinda, I'd get fucking sick of all the boys being like, yeah, I've got a connection with Lucinda. Like, me and Lucinda, you know, we just, like, get along really well. And it's like, you you actually don't. Like, you look at her and she's literally a fucking lifelike Barbie. Like, mm. she's beautiful you know she's very classically gorgeous Mm. and they just like lose their fucking heads and then don't even get to know her no they're just straight away like oh yeah like Lucinda's my girl and it's just like yeah but you don't fucking know her and if I was Lucinda I'd be like actually like fuck off yes like you're not trying to get to know me at all you've just just, seen me yeah but I don't think I don't think she thinks like that yeah like at this point because she's also not letting them get to know her. She's not giving them anything. Nah. She just sits there looking into the distance and, like, going... She's kind like, of closed off. I don't know mm. what's going on with Lucinda. Like, I don't know whether... She seems like she's not having that good of a time, but... I know. So then we've got Aaron trying to get into Lucinda, and then we meet another new contestant, Danny. Oh, fuck, I forgot about Danny. I know. So Danny comes in. So we've had a big week. Danny comes in. He goes on a date with Kaz first. Yep. And when Kaz gets back, she she says that mm, Danny could defo rail me. <laughs> and I was just like, and none of the girls even blink. Like, no. I was just, like, mm, he could defo rail me. And I remember just thinking, like, fucking go you, Fuck Kaz. you, Kaz, you sexual being. Um, who else does he go on a date with? He goes on a date with Sharon. Sharon. And yeah. Sharon seems to be sort of interested yeah. in Danny. I feel like Kaz always goes on these dates with people and then she goes with her mate. Like, her mates obviously also go on dates with yeah. them. Then her mates are interested, so Kaz always has to take a step take back. Take a step back because Kaz is the ultimate hype girl. Like, yeah. she's a fucking good friend. I, yeah, I, I kind of, I, I really don't think that Kaz and Danny are suited at all, so I'm no. not, like, that sad about it. I don't even think that Sharon 
and no. Danny are suited. I can't really imagine Danny staying that long. In the no, car. neither. And Danny, then he had lots of chats with lots of the girls, got along with them real well, and then yeah. met Lucinda for like two minutes and said, yeah, Lucinda, Lucinda. like we've got a connection. And I was like, just like, you don't. No, you fucking don't. Like, I don't know. Stop thinking with your pee-pee and start to actually think about like, like what you want to chat. say to someone. Yeah. Yeah. So then we are left on a cliffhanger. Surprise, surprise. So the next episode we all get to see, there mm. is going to be a recoupling and the two new people, AJ and Danny, get to pick first. And in our final segment of Culture Vulture, we are going to talk about who we think Danny and AJ will pick. But now we're just going to take a short break to hear about Neon, our sponsors. If you guys are listening to this and thinking, fuck, I want to watch along, you can. Neon is our favourite New Zealand-based streaming service, not just for Love Island, but for shows like Euphoria and The Handmaid's Tale too. Oh, for when you're trying to fill in those gaps before the new episode of Love Island. And the best part is you can get a 14-day free trial to test it out. That's two free weeks of Love Island, and we can guarantee... At that point, you will be hooked. And none of this would be possible without Neon, who let us chat about Love Island as part of our job, which is the best fucking thing ever. Oh, thanks, Neon. Shot, Neon. So, team, we are back with our first of the recurring segments, I Got the Ick, where each week we talk about, you know, what gave us the ick this week Mm. or something we need to dive a little deeper into. This week we're talking about Brad and Lucinda, Now, Liv, I thought before we got into the fact that Brad really quite unselfishly went home and left Lucinda Mm -hmm. there, we should just take a wee look back at Brad and Lucinda's wild and long-lived love. love. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, this little montage. Little montage. So, basically, they've been together for a week. (laughs) They're together because they're both really hot. As we all know, Brad started with Faye. He went to Rachel and then he jumped to Lucinda. They, musical cheers. Musical Brad. cheers. Now, they went on a total of one date. Ooh. Big, big time yeah. relationship here. But it was Brad's first and only date he's ever had. Well, that's the thing. He's never he, been in an eight-year relationship. So he's been never, in a relationship mm. for eight years. Liv, actually, um, I said that during the episode, and I think Liv's taken my sentiment. No, just no, there we go. I thought, hey, that's quite good. I'm calling you out live out. on yeah. pod. <laughs> Either she's read my script or my mind. I don't know. But yes, how are you in a relationship for eight years, Liv, and you've never been on a date? Well, I guess, like, do people then count that as a date? But, like, date night. Yeah. Have they never been for a pizza and a glass of crappy red wine? Yeah, well, obviously not. Maybe maybe it was a relationship that was all in his head. Maybe it was with his nana. <laughs> oh, 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 we really, you know, went to another level there. But no, anyway, we did. Let's carry on. So anyway, Brad was really, really applauded by Lucinda and the other Islanders for asking a few questions. Because remember they got back and they were like, so did he ask you questions? Lucinda's like... Yeah, and then the girls are like, "Yes, it's like yes. be a minimum, be, be a minimum. minimum." I mean, that's on growth, Brad. Like, that's well done. You really, yeah, you really um, killed it there. <laughs> you did kill it there. You killed the conversation. <laughs> <You did>. <laughs> <laughs> then we get to Brad and Lucinda having to, to decide between them who's going to go home. Which, for a lot of couples that are as in love as these two claim to be, that mm. would be a really hard decision. However, for this unique love affair. <laughs> It was quite an easy one. So Brad, who I really respect here, and I'm really glad, and so is Ruby. She texted me 
to add this okay, in. great. Really glad that Brad got to show a really positive side of himself when he was leaving. Yeah. Just so we left with less of a sour taste in our mouth about Brad. And yeah, because like, the public sentiment was definitely not like boo-boo Brad, but I think definitely not positive to Brad. No, until he decided. Until he left. Really unselfishly, he was like, I've had my time in here. Yeah. Like, you stay, but then he was kind of hinting at like, or you could leave with me. Lucinda didn't even humour that. Oh, Fuck, she, she did not want to go. Again, the eye contact was not there. She wasn't even emotional. She was like Loki comforting him while not even looking at him. And then he started to cry. I know. And I was like, oh my God, okay, you're actually quite cute. But I think it kind of sucks. It really does suck for him that we only saw that nice vulnerable side of him when he was leaving the villa. Absolutely. I think if for anyone who has seen the unseen bits, we definitely do see a much more likable version of Brad. And I was really shocked when Faye was suddenly like, oh, he's my best friend in here or whatever she said. And same with Jake. And I was just sort of like, what the fuck? What are we not seeing? We're not seeing. I know. Because... He's been portrayed not, you know, not that great. I know. So basically, Brad obviously fell in love. Like, he fell mm. really hard for Lucinda. But again, another version of, like, him just seeing yes. Lucinda and being like, oh, like, this is the girl I want to be with and not even fucking getting to know her. No, but they didn't know each other. They'd mm-mm. been together a week. But he had fallen, or he thought he'd fallen mm. really hard. So he was just like, there was no way that he was staying. Yeah. It was either they were leaving together or he was leaving. Mm. And then he said... There's just more opportunities for her if I leave, if, you know, she stays in here. And that set Faye off. Yeah, it really did. I totally understand where Faye's coming from. I think we really saw that Faye feels things very deeply. And I think she just has these very emotional reactions to things, but then is so good at picking herself back up. And she didn't even need to apologize for this instance. But she, you know, explained herself and explained to Lucinda that it wasn't, you know, a personal thing. It was just... Lucinda... uh, Yeah. Faye was worried that Lucinda obviously wasn't in there for the right reasons because Brad fell in love and Faye obviously really believes that you should go to Love Island to fall in love and not to get opportunities to launch your brand with Boohoo or whatever you're going to do, you know. And Brad really insinuated that her platform could grow by being in there for a bit longer and more Mm. opportunities. Whether he meant that or not, he might have meant more opportunities for For love. love. But... That's also an odd thing to say if you're really in love with this person and you're like... That was also an instance of sort of breaking the fourth wall because, like, we all know that Mm. it launches their careers, Mm -hmm. um, but they don't ever really sort of delve into that in the show. Mm. And I felt like that was... That was... Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of Brad, like, pointing to it, being yeah. like, we come in here because we're sick of our day jobs and we want to become influencers. Yeah, for sure. So what Ruby wanted to add to this, which I also really agree with, mm. was that, like, a lot of people weren't a fan of the way Lucinda handled Brad leaving. Mm. I also was not a fan because, you know, in a way she did kind of leave him, lead him on, but in a way also they were together for only and a he, week. And sort of forced himself upon her like Mm. she did not have well she did have an option but I felt like she's only 21 she doesn't Mm. really know how to voice her concerns yeah so anyway Rubes continues with like she gets that obviously it was sad that Brad left but Lucinda Mm. also does have every right to stay there because she'd only been there a week and Brad had been there for much longer and like it's a game and Lucinda's playing the game well and hopefully finding love. That's me putting words in Ruby's mouth a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, she said, I prefer that 
I preferred that Lucinda stayed than she pretended that she wanted to go home with Brad and then went home because they'd only been together a week. It's so fair enough that Lucinda stayed, but it was the way that she went about it for me. It was like, you just do not seem like you care. I just really feel like not even just then, but most of the time that Lucinda almost seems to be acting. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't think it's in like a malicious way of like I want to manipulate people or the public or whatever I think it's just very much like I don't really know what I want I don't know how to again voice what I want and voice what I don't want and I Mm. think with Brad she was suddenly like she was obviously like like he's a fucking good looking guy great looking guy like ridiculous like a fucking Ken doll but Mm -hmm. then I think that she was suddenly like oh like our chat like really isn't there isn't there but then she was just sort of like, oh, I'm just kind of going to swallow that. Yeah. And then I I think the thing is we're seeing this exact same thing play out with Aaron. Like, yeah. it's just I wonder if yeah. the right guy came in, if she would really open up. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see for that one. Yeah, absolutely. I do have one more ick yeah. for this week is um, just some of the things that I'm seeing about the new boy Danny um, oh. which we won't dive into because we haven't fully corroborated all the sources and stuff, but there's just some things online about his sort of racist past and his misuse, mm. or not even misuse, his use of words that he shouldn't have used at the age that he is. And I've seen a lot of um, a lot of people saying that they really want him sort of kicked off the show yeah. or they won't keep watching. I think this opens a really interesting conversation into like, you know, if you go on Love Island, your dirty laundry is probably going to be aired. Absolutely. And I think that if you do have some fucking dirty, dirty laundry, like, uh, uh, I don't know, like that's a huge fucking risk to take. Absolutely. You are in a way really subjecting yourself to that. But then it's also like... And it sucks because that's not fair. That's not why you're there. should be able to move on with their lives. But, yeah. It's an interesting situation because you do put yourself in this really intense spotlight, like one of the most. I mean, we're seeing you six nights a week. So, so it's... Absolutely. Yeah. It's an interesting one. But that was... I felt really... I I can't actually see Danny in any positive light. I really dislike him. It's ruined him for me completely. I know. And, like, that sucks for him. But then also... It sucks for him, but also you'd be a good person and this doesn't happen. Yeah, being a very... Not troubled, what's the word? Problematic. Problematic, very fucking problematic. And I, like, Love Island, I wonder how much research... They must do a lot of research. Absolutely. Behind who they're getting on the show. And so... Why did this one sort of slip through the cracks? So I'm thinking, like, surely they've got an action plan in place Mm. for this, but... I don't know. Neither do I. And we will let you guys do your own sort of research into that because we don't want to be spreading any falsehoods. We don't know the full story, but we did just have to bring up that we're actually not okay with any of the things that we're seeing if they are true. And it's really just put me off, Danny. Let's get into our quotes of the week, eh? Oh, yes. Love this segment. There were some absolute bangers this week. There were. Now, my quote of the week, and probably yours too, the one that's really stuck with me was fucking Toby doing that big dialogue about how he can't handle his emotions. I just, yeah. Again, so funny, so cute in a really kind of fucked up way. Yeah. Oh, it's just know. so cute. Did you have another quote or was that your one? No, I did have another quote. <laughs> I, You know, this is Lucinda being 
seriously poetic mm. um, when Brad left. You know, it was a very sad, sad time. And, you know, she's just a wordsmith. She, <laughs> she really does know how to craft a good sentence. Yes. So this was when um, she was talking to Faye and she was like, you know, we were literally having special K with raspberries on it, though, and now he's gone. We were literally having special K with raspberries on it, though, and now he's gone. I can go for you. She's trying to grasp at anything. Anything, Like, like, "Mm, what do we have in common? We both had cereal this morning. Those really special mundane moments. Um, I just thought that was really funny because just the way that she said it, she was staring off into the distance. Mm. Because she always is because she doesn't (laughs) have eye contact with anyone. (laughs) Oh, bless her. That that was pretty fucking cute. My quote of the week um, was after Millie and Liam went to the hideaway, which was also quite a cute moment, and yeah. Millie just, like, tried on everything that was in the hideaway to try on, and she got into the nurse's outfit, and Liam's, like, talking to the camera about the hideaway, and he sort of goes, yeah, I've been having some back problems or something, and, and I had to go and see the nurse. Been having a few back problems lately, and so, you know, I had to go see the nurse last night. The nurse being Millie. Um. That nurse being Millie. Like, he felt Wait, like thank he... you for spelling that out, Liam. Literally. I don't know why I found that so funny. It was just because, like, Liam, we know. We've literally been watching you six days a week. We know what's I just going on. I feel like there's very much the sort of person he is. I feel like we haven't actually seen that much of Liam. But on the unseen bits... I know you didn't watch it loose, but it was actually quite funny because they were talking about how Liam sings all the time. Oh! And then... You know how the girls in there, they're very like, I want a cool guy. Yeah. I want someone who's really put together and not cringe at all. Yeah. And Millie was sort of like, yeah, I love everything about Liam except for his singing. And then she goes on to say that he was like singing in the hideaway when they were in oh. there. And I think like they turned the lights off and he was like. Baby, lock the door and turn <laughs> the lights down low. <laughs> put some music on soft and slow. <laughs> Baby, we ain't got no place to go. I hope you understand. I've been thinking about this all day long. <laughs> Who sings I know? It's, um... it's Josh Turner, Liam. So let's keep it that way. Gotta lock them doors and turn oh, the lights. Maybe lock yeah. them doors and burn the lights. <laughs> I love yeah. that song. You sing that song all the fucking time. And he like he kept going, and he's actually got a really good voice. Oh, God. And like Lisa Millie said she was just laying there like being like, shut up, shut, shut the up. fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. But I was like, that to me would be what makes him lovable. Oh. And I just thought that that was really, like, I love Millie, but I do think that all of the they were all sort of talking about it a little bit bitchily. Oh. And I was just sort of like, no, that's what makes people cute. Yeah, like, that's what makes people them. Yeah, and lovable. And I just thought that that really showed, I don't know, the type of guy that they want. They want yeah. this picture perfect, like no cool kind of human attributes. Yeah. But quite funny because we haven't seen that side of Liam. That's so that was... really cute. Um, And Ruby's quote of the week mm-hmm. was just... When Liam imitated Lucinda going, really? You know how Lucinda does that all the time? And then Liam, and when Liam imitated that, obviously that just sent River. Yeah, that was actually funny. We did have a bit of a giggle. I also, not to bring in another quote, but I loved Mm. when um, Faye and Lucinda were talking about how they're 
pretty basic and then Faye goes like yeah I've got about as much edge as a circle (laughs) and I was just like she comes out with some absolute bangers fuck her in the what do they call that little place where they sit down and interview the little shack or something I don't know Um, love shack beach hut oh I don't know (laughs) love shack is another song um yeah Liam would know (laughs) should we call him up Get him to do a rendition. Yeah. <laughs> we should get him to do a rendition of our like intro music. <laughs> That's all we want from him. Like we don't want any. We don't want no chat about them. <laughs> anyway, oh, anyway, she just yeah, Faye fucking comes out with some absolute golden. I know, one she's great vocal. She's so babe. confident. She's so cool. Oh, we they it. already know we stand Faye know, on this board. Go on. And Go then on. Liv, let's just quickly talk about where the fuck our head is at. Who do we want to win? First of all, I want to know who do you think Danny's going to pick and AJ's going to pick in the recoupling because they get to pick first, which really could fuck everything up. Oh, it absolutely could. I think with AJ, she wants to pick Hugo, but she's insecure about whether he likes her back, Mm -hmm. which is fucking fair. Mm Mm-hmm. But also, she's got these two choices. One of Hugo, who's probably like, you know, more relationship type, that's logical where your head would go. Mm-hmm. But then she's got Liam, who she's obviously really sexually attracted to. But I think, like, he's 21, she's 28. I mean, if we're going to be realistic. If we're going to be realistic. Like nothing gonna, about Love Island yeah, is realistic. Literally, but he's, literally, he's going to be at a completely different stage of his life. And I think it will be very telling to see what she's actually wanting. Mm. And, you know, they all go on about how they're here for love they want someone with ambition and who's super compatible and at the same life stage as them but then they often go for the totally totally person they get blindsided by how people look yeah Yeah. i agree it'll be out of danny um it'll be out of hugo and liam and i sort of agree that if if um she picks liam it'd be great tv oh it would be great poor millie but great tv (laughs) um who do you reckon Danny's going to pick? I really wouldn't be surprised if he picked Lucinda. Yeah, same. I'm the exact same. I think he definitely will pick. It's either Lucinda or Sharon. He's totally going to pick Lucinda, though, just because he thinks yeah, it's there's just a connection like, there. It's just like, oh, it's my turn to have the shiny thing. Yeah. Oh, I oh yeah. I don't know. Same. Um, and then who, who, are you, who are you loving at the moment? What couple are you loving? I mean, Jake and Liberty are mm-hmm. absolutely the strongest couple mm-hmm. at the moment in there for me. I think that they're really cute in the unseen bits. Again, I really am plugging the unseen mm. bits tonight. Absolutely go watch it. They're just like, he's just fucking with her all the time. Yeah. And like, she's just so bloody lovely. And yeah, he has really grown on me. I I don't think he's a perfect guy, but I think that for her at the moment in there, definitely. Oh yeah, and, and Liberty's just, oh, I'm obsessed oh, yeah. with her. Yeah, my favorite couple is obviously Teddy and Faye. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, on the conditions that I haven't known Teddy that long and I'm just hoping for the you best. Personally, yeah, I mean, personally. I only met him a few days yeah. ago myself, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I only met him sort of in the hideaway that one yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I put wish. on my nurse's outfit and we sort of really got along. I absolutely after that. would put on a nurse's outfit for Teddy. He's fucking I'm sexy. sexy. So, and Robes is um, Faye and. Teddy, yep. or she loves Jake and Liberty too. So look, yep. we're all on the same page. Oh, I wish we'd fight on the pod or something one time. I know, it's different, got... different viewpoints, <laughs> same opinions. It's like we live the same life. Oh, hey, wait, we do. Oh yeah, we <laughs> literally do. So I think for this episode, I mean, it's been a huge week, and mm. to be honest, 
it's only going to get bigger because tonight we get this big as recoupling, which is going to really throw everything we've said this week into confusion, oblivion, wherever something gets thrown. But if you do want to watch along with us, which you definitely should, you have to go to Neon. It's our favourite New Zealand-based streaming service. I don't know. It's just great. High quality. Like, they make this whole culture vulture happen, which is fucking sick because we love getting to come in here and round all this shit up for you all. We are so, so grateful. They just keep this content alive. I know. Thank you, Neon. Literally every day. Lucy's even dressed in neon colours today. I am. Neon green, neon pink. You know, she's repping. I'm repping. And if you do want to continue this conversation with us, please come to our Discord. We love having you guys there. We love being able to, like, see the memes see what you guys are thinking what couples you're liking what you thought of the pod last week people thought we went a bit hard on Aaron and it was mm. actually great to be able to get in there and be like yeah call us you out know? if we've said anything you disagree disagree with, with anyway. and we'll have a lovely non-argument a lovely discussion a lovely learning conversation thank you so much for listening we love being in your ears please subscribe I don't know leave a review if you liked this don't leave a review if you didn't like it And the biggest thank you of all has to go to Tina Tiller, producer to the stars, if we're going to call ourselves stars, and the bloody spin-off podcast network. You guys rule and you rocks my socks. Um, And we will see you same time next week, my loves. We absolutely will. Thank you so much, everyone, and have a great week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.